Yo, I'm trying to get artists on the line one more time. Uh. Hello? Yo, bro, this pain scheme, bro. Pain scheme? What's happening, man? Not much, bro. I'm calling you on the, uh, I guess it's going to be my podcast number. I'm trying to find the best way to have gonna record it, and I went through all kind of apps, right? Uh-huh. I'm using Duo and all kind of, but Duo ain't work. This ain't work. So I'm using Google Voice, where they give you a number you can call people. So it's, okay. it's plugged in from their laptop into my interface, oh. so it's recording like a radio show. Okay, man. No, so I can mix that shit later. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Is the the, the quality is real good and everything? I'm trying to set it up right right now. Can you hear me? Yeah, 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 yeah. I can hear you. I was trying to okay, uh, so, so, set the mic up. So, so the quality is good and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, um, you know, we have, we've been having a lot of you know, of course, I've been doing a lot of Zoom calls lately. And we've been having we had an issue yesterday on our food fellowship line uh-huh. with uh my audio. I don't know if it's because I'm loud, I'm country as fuck. I'm you know because I'm loud or whatever, but um <laughs> so but uh, it, we had we had issues with that yesterday. But man, you gotta man, there's some good gotta use some kind of way you can collab with me on this show, man. What's the show about? Um, it's a it's a um, it's a spoken word. It's a show about it's a, like it's like the, a, a reboot of Death Poets, except. I expect it to be a lot better because we have that to build off of. You know what I'm saying? We know how to make that better, you know, mm-hmm. in hindsight now. So, and they hadn't had a, a new broadcaster, Death Poetry, in like fucking almost 15, 10, 15 years, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and folks still know what the fuck, people still know what that is. So, um, but it's, it's called uh, Swipe TV. Swipe TV. Um, What's the and, 10? Yeah. Yeah, Swipe 10 starts, it stands for, um, uh, well, you, you saw it, Invitational Poetry Extravagant, Spoken Word, uh, Invitational Poetry Extravagant, uh, uh, you know, extra, uh, Extravaganza. Mm. And um, what it is, we're starting right here in the region, in this region, we're going to film poets in the New Orleans area, we're going to film poets, you know, on the coast, on Mississippi coast, we're going to film poets in Houston, Florida, Alabama. Um, and eventually we're going to, and that's going to be, right there is going to be the first season. Okay. And then, uh, or the first series, or what, first season series. Then the next season is going to be the, um, of season two is going to be that area again. Plus we're going to get outside of the area. You know, we're going to have, we have folks we're going to do out in Virginia. Um, and of course, you know, as, as far as, our, you know, as far as our budget will take um, but the cool thing about this is we have it's going to be on actual television television okay. and um, so uh, we'll have a chance to sell advertising time to sponsors so that means that our budget will be a little bit you know it it, it, it can depend on how we can work it because we can actually go out and hustle, hustle this show you know actually you know like say for example if, I, if you knew somebody that had a business you know what I'm saying that wanted mm-hmm. to advertise in the show you mm-hmm. told me they wanted to advertise you brought me the advertising dollars and you would keep uh, like 20% of that you know mm-hmm. um, and this could be anybody because it's it's television you know what I'm saying and it's in different markets and it's on the internet so anybody in the, in the world can advertise <clears throat> it'd be good so, exposure too yeah. In, yeah anybody in the world can advertise about anything you know we have artists that are performing that night, they may have a product they want to advertise. 
Um, they have may have you know, and and so we're not going to limit people about what we can advertise. We're going to make it accessible to everybody. That way, um, a little trick to the business, you know what I'm saying? That way, we sell all the time. So if we fail all the time and no time is available, that's great because that means that it's like a party and not everybody could get in the door. So that means they're gonna come early next time, okay. you know, and and they're gonna and they don't know what the fuck folks are paying. So we can so the price can vary with the time in the market. You know what I'm saying? Like around Christmas time, you know, we gonna have folks wanting to spend a little bit more money. You know, if, if everything is successful. So um, yeah. they're gonna be a Christmas boy. This Christmas is gonna be like. A special Christmas, bro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and that's another thing. We have we all have friends and 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 family who are and ourselves who are, who are artists, we're creators. You know what I'm saying? We can we can we know people who make gifts, or we ourselves make gifts. You know, and we have clever things that we can turn on, turn the people on to the to, to you know to help ourselves. So I, I, yeah, man, I, I'm excited about it. I'm hosting it. I'm looking for a co-host right now. I'm looking mm. for a female co-host. I got somebody in mind, uh, but I hadn't asked yet. I got, uh, man, I ain't even got, I'm gonna look at nothing to ask you, because I already got some more questions I ain't never really asked you. But, uh, say you know how you was doing your radio stuff, right? Yeah. And, uh, when people call in, like, how did that work? Like, they call the station and it's being recorded into the Pro Tools or interface, or how does this work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I, that's how I did it a lot of times. I would, I would record it into the um, editing program on the screen in waveform or something, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and I would edit it back. I would edit it and then play it back. So, and most times on the radio, it's very rare. I mean, it's almost never. It's damn near against the law to do anything over the radio that's live. Now you can, but you if you if you fuck up, you the the station could lose a license. You know, it's, it's that serious. So um. Mm. But everything is usually pre-recorded, just like how you just um, described it. Mm. Cause I was figure out how I was gonna do it, and I'm in my studio talking to you, but I got it on the laptop where I called you on, but the laptop plugged up into the computer interface where it's recording through the Fruity Loop. So I don't want to record on Pro Tools right now, cause I just want to do songs on that. But it's easier on Fruity Loops mm-hmm. right now. The FL. And you say you recorded on Pro Tools right now? No, no, FL. I don't want to record on Pro Tools. It'd be doing shit. I ain't got time for the Pro Tools right now. Okay, but you know what I'm saying? I don't know what Pro Tools gonna do. I don't know, man. I don't work. I don't know how to work Pro Tools. Say the truth, things, King. <laughs> I, uh, I don't. Uh, I don't do that kind of stuff. You know, I write and I I do editing for production for commercials and shit like that. And for stuff like that, I can use GarageBand. Or freaking cool edit pro, you know what I'm saying? I, oh, I love cool edit pro. Cool edit pro. <laughs> it's the Adobe Audition. I still use it just to edit little stuff. You know, I got Pro Tools and FL, but that's still what I started on. And yeah. It still let me do certain edits I like that nothing else let me do. So yeah, I still use. Yeah, I'm glad with cool edit pro. As a matter of fact. I got some commercials I got to do here. We have to do a commercial for this Swipe 10, um, Swipe 10 TV. And um, it's going to be, uh, I have to write a script and everything for it, man. And that's how your name came up. I was like, well, how can I recreate that? And I was like, I was wondering if you would, I was going to look through your uh, music again and see if anything caught my attention and I was going to run it past you. 
Mm, or I can probably got something new, man. Hold on, I got the laptop up right now. I need to send you the new stuff. I'm on the Gmail now. See, this, see that's okay. why I like the setup. Now I can go right here, click this, and send you something real quick. Uh, like what kind of stuff? Man, we need to set it up where you can, um, so where you might be able to, so where you can, like, make some money per episode, man. Mm. Um, if there's a way that we could, like, plug your information into each episode in a place, you know, um, like, say, for example, in the credits, maybe. Mm -hmm. If, um, if, that would be dope, man, if we could find a way to do a, you know, I'm going to tell you what, Fiend Scheme, one of the hardest things, one of the, one of the hardest things about doing a production is the cliche things. It's like uh, a theme song, something like that, you know, or, or, you know, or in the bit with a jingle, you know, mm. a theme song. Like that, those things are hard, to, hard as fuck to get put together. But you gotta put them together. Everybody needs one. Man, I tried know? to make a jingle, but they only like two people heard it. It's just like the instrumental. Is I don't oh. know. Because there's a lot of money in that, like production, like music for um commercials and stuff like that, man. Mm -hmm. Like background music for car commercials and doggone uh fruit. Vegetable commercials, grocery store commercials. Yeah, right, right. That's why I'll be trying that music license, music sync. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, but, you know, like I said, like, so with, with these commercials and things like that, that we'll be doing for the, uh, for these uh, people that are advertising with us, you know, there's a, there may be a way that we could get them to rent your music out. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? If, if you could use something of yours, original, because we need, because it would, it would behoove us to use all original everything music and everything because if we pay for if we use somebody else's shit then we have to pay them royalties one um and then two there may be a coming a time where they might be like well you can't use this i'm in my feelings you know and we yeah. don't want that kind of shit you know because <laughs> you know? it happens <laughs> yeah. yeah man because people be yeah they act like it's politics, man, and be debating all the time back and forth. Yeah, my homeboy, the my partner, this uh, he's the one that's producing the show. He's the uh, well, I, we're, we're producing it together, but I say producing because he's the video guy. You know what I'm saying? His name is Horace Pratt. He's about uh, he used to he used to manage the um um he used to manage Ray Swimmer. Mm. Yeah, you know they from Mississippi, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what he used to manage them before, you know, when they was before they blew up, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, and then because he had a, he, you know, he's got a full time job, he got a wife, he got four sons, you know what I'm saying? But he was, you know, helping them out and shit. He's he, he works at the VA, mm -hmm. but uh, and then he got him to do a deal. He used to manage H Town. They was a R and B group, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, out of Houston. He, he used to manage H Town. Um. He managed a couple other folks, man, but he's a, he's a he's a talented cat with the video and the connections that he has, you know, between um, being in the military so long. His wife is um, like one of the heads of the uh, Buddhist, the, the Nichiren Buddhist SGI in this area. Um, I, I, I don't know if I can tell you that, but I study, I dabble in Buddhism. Mm -hmm. But she's one of the head people in, in the uh, Buddhist uh, movement out here in, uh, in the Southeast region. Damn. Yeah, man. Yeah, but he's a, he's a talented cat. 
So I've been, I've been, doing, I've been knowing Pratt for about twenty years. We've been working together for shit. I've been, I've been twenty years too. But, uh, but yeah, man. This is I asked Fiend Skin if he help me do help us do a Fiend uh, song, space man. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. My daughter started. My daughter has a production company, man. So she may be getting with you on some stuff to where y'all can like, uh, you know, one thing that me and my home was. We have this same scheme that um, I'm coming, to, we're getting together on Saturday. Um, me and some friends of mine, uh, and uh, one of my friends is a, he's a chef. Um, the other one is uh, an herbalist okay. and the other one is a healer. And she, she's a gardener also. She has a thing called Umi Speaks on Instagram. You got to check it out, man. She's beat. You're going to love it. But um, your girl will like it too. And, um, but, uh, so we're going to get together on Saturday to see how we could use our resources and our talents to build a business together, man. You know, a, a, like a build a build a business now since everything is different because of this COVID shit. We all have to think. Right, because man. my job sent me an email and called me the other day and asked me, said, hey, man, you want to go back to work? I'm like, hell yeah. But this was the time I was waiting on. I don't want to go back to work. <laughs> you know <laughs> I really don't. I really would much rather work for myself. So I figured one of my friends is a chef. So I see a restaurant that where we can combine um, nat- like traditional food and then natural foraging, like uh, wild food for medicinal purposes, right. and then also a little bit extra. I mean, and my thing is radio, nightclubs, clubs, and shit like that. I have a campground. It's just like a club, except it's outside. I mean, the same concept, you know? So, you said a campground? Yeah. Yeah, I've been know, out the there. Yeah, Cosmic Culture Sanctuary is a campground. Yeah, I've been out there camping. Yeah, yeah. At night. Yeah, my look, my daughter slept in a hammock. She sleep, she slept in a hammock overnight under the stars, no tent, no nothing. Man, I'm sitting there talking about I need a whole RV that's full. <laughs> <laughs> I tell my girl that yeah. she'll do the tent, but I'm like, man, I don't know about that. Our goal, man, is to put tiny houses out here. We're going to build some tiny houses so people can rent them out and stuff. Mm. You know? that That's the next project. I had a guy that was coming out here to dig a well, but um, politics, bullshit, you know what I'm saying? But so now I have to, I have to go. And I, because I was getting, I was getting a $700 discount. I was like, fuck, this is too good to be true. And turned out it was, you know? <laughs> so. But now I'm going to go ahead and get a well. It's going to be like $4,000. So I'm going to go ahead and put that down and get that well. That way we can start growing the business from there, you know? Okay, okay. You been feeling all right, though? Yeah, man. I've been doing all right. I've just, I've been anxious, man. I I went out to the sanctuary and cut a new uh, entrance to my space early, cut some woods and shit. I'm making tea. Did you turn that tea off? Oh, yeah, the man, come on. He's that make you think right? about the tea. He said, I'm making tea. Did you turn the tea? Get the fuck in the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Pink King. <laughs> Bruh. Pull out, man. Pull the fuck out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if they don't listen, they don't never listen, man. They, they like, always... Act like fucking children, bro. Pull the fuck out, Fiend Skin. Don't do it until you're ready, man. <laughs> and this is my 20-year-old, man. My, my my daughter, she'll be 20 in November, right? 
<laughs> you silly, bro. <laughs> yeah. Right, I'm making this. Yeah. Uh, let me see what I'm sending to you, man. What type of stuff, or just. Mm. Anything that's on your mind, man. Anything you want to say. Was it already boiling, Karina? Was it boiling hard? You see, you have to boil it, or it's not going to work. Turn it on until it boils, and sit there with it until it boils, and then turn it off. No. Put it on high, like how it was, like how I do it, all right? And when it starts boiling, turn it off, like how you do it regularly. Stop. No, come on. You ain't got to check out what I'm doing. <laughs> hey, just do what I ask, please. Thank you. Just say okay and do it. Thanks. Oh, my God, man. What the fuck? <laughs> Shit like a mama, man. <laughs> Damn. Mm. But yeah, man, I just, I, I know that this this theme has to be creative. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes going to grab people, especially with it. You know. So anyway, what's going on in there? Like, what's like going on? Like, uh, if I can see what's or hear what's going on, I can. See what's the type of stuff you might need. I don't know. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a collaboration. You know, like it's gonna be like just poetry. Okay. And you know how their um, what their theme song was was a bunch of poets. What was a bunch of snippets of a bunch of poets. Um, mm -hmm. throughout the production. Over an instrumental. Um, okay. We could do that, or we could do something. <laughs> else we could do an original song we could do an original poem we could do just just an instrumental we might be dope you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. okay okay i heard some instrumentals that you had that might be just dope by themselves you know okay yeah because they do got it tell some stories mm -hmm. okay yeah okay i got an idea oh yeah i'm saying that one you heard this uh song that came out by this girl uh her name Bella Sona. I produced one of the uh, remix tracks for. What? It's called Blue Sunset. What? And you say you produced the remix track? Yeah, look it up. It got like five remixes. It got a Pink Scheme remix. You got Lizzie. You know, I'm, yeah, I was on some like R and B type shit. Bella Sona. How you spell that? B E. Hold on, let me see where. B e l l a s a o n a. I don't, I don't really know. I'm sorry for saying her last name wrong. She hear this, but look that up and then put Blue Sunset on whatever what you listen to music on. I listen to music on YouTube. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's definitely on there. Okay. Is you on, you on YouTube stuff. right now? No, I can't. I can't do it while I'm on the phone with you. Oh, on, phone on your phone. Day. Okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. Uh, Hell yeah, you see. When you want to? When you want to do the podcast? Nigga, that's what we doing right now. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> you said some crazy shit. <laughs> Man, that's what's up. That's what's up. No, remember Man, I told you I said this the podcast number because this ain't my phone number. It's the okay. All right, and I'm glad they let me do that. That makes sense too. I'm like, okay, mm. I don't even know the number. What's the number? No, 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 no. Uh, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Man, you got me talking about my little girl. <laughs> Bro, that's real talk, man. I'm going to tell you what, she act like a mama fiend. She I even went back to it. Huh? No, I'm laughing because you went back to it. Yeah. <laughs> her mama, her mama is, has been conditioned to act the same way, bro. Can't nobody tell her shit, especially not a dude, even if she did wrong. And there's even if, you know... The other person is right and she is dead wrong. They are not more correct than her. She has some kind of, there's no, you know, there's no, okay, and just do the shit, even if it needs to be done. She's making tea, Karina. When her tea gets to boiling, turn it off. But she wants to do everything else. But do we put it on low? Do we put it on high? Let me turn it off so I can walk away from it? No. Wait till the shit starts boiling and turn it off. <laughs> anyway, man, I'm making good tea tonight. I got some, um, you caught me because I just came back out from the dark. I was, I had to go out to the, uh, to the, to the Cosmic Poetry Sanctuary in the dark. Okay. Um, tea you I made some loquat, which is Japanese plum. Um, I put some galanga leaves in it, which is a type of ginger. Um, I put a, a big galanga leaf in it. I made like, I'm looking like a gallon and a half is what I'm making. Um, I've got some fig leaves um, and uh, some blood orange leaves. And I feel like one more thing I got. No, I think that might be it. Yeah, and I put those in the in the tea, uh, in, in the pot with the water, and I make a tea out of that. Mm. I would tell you what, bro. No sweetener. You don't have to use any sweetener between that doggone um, lemongrass and that fig. You don't need any sweetener at all. Damn. I like sugar type shit. Yeah, no sugar at all. My children drink it, bro, with no sugar. Love it. My my daughter had me uh my um my eleven year old poetry, she had me take some give her some so she could take it home to her mama. You know? <laughs> so that um so she could make some at home. She loved it. My wife hated it, but she loved it. She loved making that <laughs> tea. You know. But she drinks that shit now instead of like Free sun and stuff, mm. you know. One, because she gets chance to make it herself, and two, because the flavor is unique. You know, she feels like she's being creative and healthy at the same time. I think I'm sending you. Uh... Uh, yeah. I'm sending you. It's gonna be in the, uh, you know, in the drive, like how we do that, the Google Drive. Okay. Yeah, like right. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven beats. The white night be crazy. It just sound like some eerie, just some eerie noise. I don't know what that is, but I end up liking that shit. Man, Steve, we got into a heavy conversation the other day, man, about um, in our in our uh, food justice fellowship. Mm-hmm. And the first question they asked was asked us was when was the first time that you realized that you were black. That's who, deep, man. Who, they, most who times, said that? Who asked that? The um, the, you know, the, the fellowship is made up of black, brown, and indigenous uh, farmers in the state of Mississippi. Okay. You know, 
So we don't have we have one white person, and she is a part of the fellowship. She's like a, an ally, but she's like one of the, the one of the head directors, one of the organizers. You know. I understand our allies. Yeah. And so um, we have, but um, but you know, most times in a situation like that, when you're answering a situation like that, the realization comes from some kind of traumatic event. <clears throat> like mm. my my answer was, you know, whenever um. I was playing t-ball and the story behind that was playing t-ball and uh i realized that you know they were white kids because after the game they would go do shit together they didn't invite me <laughs> and one of the little boys invited me one time his mom was like no we, no <laughs> you know so um but so then the next question was man what is wealth um and then um there was some really interesting questions behind what is wealth, like what is, because you think about uh, how long people have a chance to accrue wealth and pass wealth down and how the wealth in for black people in America is, you know, we, we, we're on the bottom. We still get like the, the short end of the stick. Right. And, right. But, but, and so then it was like one of those things about what could we do in order to change the change the way people do business in the black because we have black businesses. So we have lots of black businesses. This was my suggestion. Right. So I have seventeen acres out here in Vancouver, Mississippi. Damn. 17. It's called the Poetry Sanctuary. All right. My my grandpa left it to me. Um and um it's raw. It's I mean I got out there and it, it was raw. I mean it's like woolly. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we have all these people around this community that are business owners or aspire to own businesses, right. but we never think about starting businesses in our own community, like clearing off some land and building a space and putting up a sign and advertising it and telling folks where it's at. Because, but we always, it's like our, our, in our mentality, our instinct is to take whatever we're doing and take it to them. By them, I mean the white business district, um, the white strip mall owners, uh, the you know because we have to we feel like that's how we need that's what we need to do in order to get the our, our talent to them. But mm-hmm. history shows that if we put that if we if we put our talent for sale in our own neighborhood, they gonna come find it. So. Um, my idea was like putting more black businesses in black owned neighborhoods, not just have black businesses, but black owned neighborhoods and black owned land. Mm. You know? Hey, Steve, hold on a second, okay? All right. That's my man, artist. Yeah, so. So that was the thing is to put more uh black owned businesses on black owned land, especially here in Mississippi. Do you know how much there's so much black owned land in Mississippi? It's like it's it's ridiculous, man, but a lot of it is just sitting there stagnant. Because like trees is growing and Yeah. People don't wanna people don't their own land somehow is not worth as much in their mind as the white man's land. And that's not that's not the right that's not the way for us to think, mm. you know. 
because we are creative and soulful people, you know? Right. Any other creative and soulful person would look at a blank canvas and be like, wow, I have an opportunity to create whatever the fuck I want to. You know what I'm saying? But we've lost that mentality. We've lost, we, so we, we can look at it now as like, damn, ain't nothing there. <laughs> you know? But that's the whole idea. That's the thing about it. <laughs> damn. That's oh, yeah, that's the vision with the cosmic poetry. That's one of the visions with the cosmic, cosmic poetry sanctuary. So the 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 thing with my friend Broderick being a chef, okay. um, and Linda being an herbalist, and Umi being a healer, and me being a farmer and um an artist, and uh, you know I have space and all this other stuff. We're gonna get together, and we're gonna have a creative collaboration and build a business and. This business is tentatively called Space. And I've been planning it out for a little while now, but I didn't tell them about it. I just thought, I just knew the universe was going to help me bring it together. Now, it hasn't done it yet, mm-hmm. but it just seems like the universe is encouraging this. And I'm, I've been doing this idea scheme for about, oh shit, about seven or eight years, bro. Right. So I, the idea behind Space is, um, is there's inner space and there's outer space. Okay, mm-hmm. inner space is going to be where you sit inside. You're going to be is the inside part. And you're going to have uh, Linda uh, Linda Baker, Doctor Linda uh, Linda owns a owned a business in Long Beach, Mississippi called the Essential Herb Cottage, mm-hmm. where people can come and get natural herbs and um, home remedies and um, and things like that. She made them all herself, and she's been she's an, been an herbalist for about thirty years now. She used to work for NASA. She's also a chemist. Um, so she's really smart. She knows what the fuck she's doing. She's famous down here, you know? <laughs> and um so so and all so inner space will be all of these things that work on the inner part of a person's space. You know, like it's gonna be like uh things to help you align your chakras, things to help you uh tune your energy, things that uh stones, uh herbs, all kinds of shit, you know what I'm saying? Lab Plus, or something, doing chemist chemistry stuff. Yeah, yeah, she's a she, she's a, as a matter of fact, she's a she was a chemist for NASA. You know, she mm. was the she was the real she's the real deal. You know, okay. So um, so yeah, so um, and then and and then on in inner space, food also. You know, okay. And then uh, and and everything. So then also outer space. So then on the outside of the building would be outer space, and that would deal with everything. On on the outside of a human being, so that everything on the inside is going to deal with all those things that happen inside of a human being, and all those things on the outside are going to be those things that happen in outside of the human being. And the place is going to be called space. Like I said, it's to represent inner space and outer space. And that's what, yeah. And so, and then hopefully we can. You know, and I'm, I'm saying hopefully, but I have a really good idea. I have a really good feeling about it. But that's the so. I, I'm gonna tell you what the thing is. I got I got to happen. It happened from a trip that I took to Atlanta, man. We took this uh, walk with these people called um, Sam um, with project with this group called Project South, and it's right there on um, uh, nine. Oh man, what's my cousin? Uh, my co- it's it's like my cousin Gammon, um, Nine Gammon. It's like in South Down South. It's Southwest Atlanta, like right downtown. I heard uh, 
Freaknik began right across the street, you know? Damn. Freaknik, uh, I wish I seen that shit. Yeah, no, you don't, man. Freaknik was traumatic. It <laughs> <laughs> was wild oh, like man. that. Y'all see Black Spring Break down here, bro. Girl, Black Spring Break used to be out the chain. It would be people, like, having sex and shit in the middle of the street, man. It was wild. Shit, that's too much. It was wild. You know, you can't, I mean, it's cool if you in... No, I mean, if you want a secluded island, but you got people in traffic, but they babies riding by. You don't want people to see that shit, nah, you know? Nah. He um, said if you was on the island. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's different if you're on Bourbon Street. That, that goes on Bourbon Street, but not on the beach in Mississippi. Bro, uh-huh. I went to, when I went to Louisiana one time, man, I was on Bourbon Street. Fucked up. Two in the morning. Bruh. Bourbon Street. You, bourbon, it don't never close. You can get a, bourbon, a drink on Bourbon Street at 6 o'clock in the morning. I see what the fuck. Then the strip club, then I think they had some food. Man, I think we don't know what we got, man. I got something that was good as hell. Uh, I'll never forget my trip to Louisiana. Man, when things slip back up, man, you need to come out here, man. They, um... It's a lot of it's a lot of stuff going on right here, King. Man, when they clear back up, bro, the world crazy. Man, you know I'm gonna tell you what, bro. There's some, there's something. You know I have a positive Corona test. You know, mm-hmm. and my my daughter's mama, my daughter, well, all three of my daughter, all three of my daughters, um, and um, my parents. And my girlfriend's mama, and my children's grandmother, my children's, my other children's mama. You know what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> None of them got positive. Me, I'm the only one positive. I think it's some bullshit behind that. Man, they, damn, they don't need uh, how the hell. And you was around everybody, huh? I was around everybody, bro. Everybody. Me and my daughters, we were sharing fucking. Smoothies and stuff. They want to taste my smoothie. You know what I'm saying? We pass the smoothies around the truck. Um, doggone. Um, they want to, you know, they, they, I don't see how I'm the only one. And the two-year-old that we pass around like a blunt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. She ain't quite two yet, but you know what I'm saying? So, but I'm the only one that can I don't believe it. I don't have any symptoms in the sinus. And what they tell you, you know, ain't nothing going on. Yep, they said I got Corona. They said I got COVID nineteen. I tested positive for COVID nineteen, and and to and to uh, quarantine myself. But how can I quarantine if I got? I had a I had a meeting with my attorney today. You know. And I told Friday, and I told this lady, I said, hey, I got a positive COVID test, so we need to reschedule this or try to figure out some kind of way. She never returned my call. <laughs> you know what I did? I showed my ass up to my appointment today. Fuck you, bitch. You should have returned the call. <laughs> you, scared of, you scared of corona, you should have returned my call. You know, I had to, in something that important, that's too important to do over the phone. You know? Hmm. You know, this is a woman that's going to help me get custody of my children. So that that conversation is too important for me and her to have over the phone. She ain't called back anyway, to... though. What's that? I said she ain't called back anyway, though. That's right. That's right. Coronavirus, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm going to tell you what. 
this is going to be fucked up to say, man, but I'm going to say it. Whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, what if what if she gets COVID-19 and she takes you to the courthouse, King, and <laughs> gives it to everybody in the court in the courthouse, bro? Oh, man. Mm. Mm. Like you said, that shit might not be real, man. It don't sound like it, though. Man, that's like some Lex Luthor diabolical shit. Man, it's like fucking G.I. Joe. You know, but that shit could really happen. You know, and I could I could really affect that whole... No, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but that'd be karma like a motherfucker, man. <laughs> right, 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 right. That's the good... I remember that set we did, man. That was a good movie, bro. That was a good movie. You know that we've been working mm -hmm. on this set shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You ever did any courtroom scenes? No, I never done any courtroom scenes. I don't know what they have us in there doing. That's why I missed the set life, man. I did a set out. A what? A set out? Like were you summoning the um like were you summoning the spirit? Mm. I was in this film called it called um City of a Million Dreams and it was talking about burial practices. Mm. It was uh talking about burial practices in um in New Orleans. That's what the movie was about. And played a Creole man who was kind of like a witch doctor, and we put me and three other dudes. Sorry, some voodoo uh, shit. Me and other three old, three old dudes um, did a seance where we summoned somebody up from the dead. It was crazy, man. Yeah, that that sound yeah. that sound like some some voodoo shit. That's what type of shit it is. Yeah, man, that's exactly what it was. There's a lot of that to go on down there. That's my other story. That. I'm writing my second one, the medicine woman. I'm trying to see if I'm gonna have her have voodoo. Cause it's it's mm. all kind of stuff going on. The dude, the main story, he the black wizard. He a black wizard, and I'm on my magic uh, power running through the forest. Shit. You know, I'm gonna tell you what. There's this. Um, I wasn't really. I didn't really. I mean, I we know. You and I know that magic exists. Okay. Mm. Um, we can't explain it sometimes, and that's why they call it magic for all that like, shit you can't explain. He's like, okay, what's well, magic? Right. Um, my my girlfriend, I almost, I almost talked to my wife, what the fuck? Um, my girlfriend made some stuff <laughs> called thieves oil. You ever heard of that before? Seed oil? Thieves oil. T-H-I-E-V-E-S. That's what I write, thieves, or the E before the I? No, I ain't never heard of that. But you know, yeah, but some kind of way, Thieves oil stuff, but I'm telling the story right. People wore it, people had it during the plague. Like, whenever, because you know, the plague, you have whole households die. And so you have thieves, uh, robbers that come in whenever all these people die and steal all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. <laughs> but these folks never got sick. They never got the fucking plague. How do you go in there and touch all these dead people's shit and die of the plague and you don't get the plague? <laughs> they was wearing this thing, they was wearing this stuff called thieves oil. Um, and so it's, it's supposed to be magic and I believe it because whenever I put this shit on, bro, something good happens to me every time I've been wearing it like for about 
I guess about two weeks now. And every and when I first started putting it on, I didn't really I didn't really notice it because you know I didn't notice. It. But when I first, but then shit started happening to where I like I would put it, I'm put it on now, and I wait for something good to happen. <laughs> you got to let it's it crazy. flow it's with you, man. Huh? What'd you say? I'm going to sing you something. I'm going to send you a little vibe of it. It's in a little roll-on, a little vibe. I just put a little bit, like a little dot on my wrist. And I rub my wrist together. And I, you know, put it behind my ears. And it's just like a little subtle cinnamon, earthy, herbal smell, you know? Huh? What is it called again? What is it called? Yeah. It's called thieves oil. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, bro, man. I appreciate you, bro, man. My laptop about to die. And everything else, man. Thank you for being on here. You ain't even know we was on here. I didn't know it, bro. I forgot. I forgot to say about Bill and Ted. Yeah, Bill and Ted come out this month, man. I'm playing Buddha. Look for me. Oh, yeah, bro. I appreciate you, bro. All right. Appreciate it, peace, team. All right, brother. All right, peace. Yeah, that's my man. I just here from Mississippi. Doing this herbal thing, herbal thing. I let me skin cast 64. You better say that radio late night for the brevity.